0: welcome to ice town clowns a podcast reviewing every episode of nbc's parks and recreation i'm katie
1: i'm jacob and i'm really surprised that nobody in pawnee has ever heard of a flu shot
0: (laughs) and they all have to go to the hospital for the flu (laughs)
1: Well, you know, that's just that generous Indiana healthcare system there working oh, for good. Thanks, Mike Pence. <laughs> Mitch Daniels at this point. We established that last week.
0: So this episode originally aired January twenty seventh of twenty eleven. It was directed by Wendy Stalzer? Stanzler. Stanzer. That I don't the know. first time
1: a woman has directed an episode?
0: Maybe. We'd have to go back and look. I think it might be. I know we have had women writers, but I don't yeah. know if we've had women directors before. Um And this episode was written by Norm Hiscock, who, to the best of my knowledge, is not a woman. Um, and the summary is, Leslie gets the flu right before an important fundraising pitch for the Harvest Festival. Chris tries... Wow, my handwriting on my notes is terrible. Chris tries to avoid catching the bug and Ron hires Andy to replace April while she's out. I that like this accurate. episode. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: This, this is, is an iconic this is a near iconic episode. I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely at least the end is a scene that I think of frequently when I think of Parks and Rec.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, this is, I mean, everything is firing on all cylinders here. Uh, and the performances, particularly by um, Amy Poehler and Rob Lowe, are really, really good. Like, Yes. They play Deathly Sick quite well.
0: Agreed. Agreed. So the episode opens with um, Leslie and Ben and other people at JJ Diner. JJ's Diner trying to get JJ, I assume, on board for the Harvest Festival. They're trying to get investors to participate since obviously the government doesn't have the money to put the festival on. Um, we find out that Leslie has spent $1,000 on waffles, which is presented like, oh, that's a crazy amount of money. But like In a
1: year. In a, in a year, year. In one year.
0: That's not that insane. Oh. course.
1: Wow. Seriously, Katie?
0: I mean, I, I gotta do some math. But that's you... like
1: $3 a day on waffles, which that's a lot. Like, and you're not eating waffles every day at JJ's Diner, I would assume. Wh- no, why? The, why?
0: The, waffles probably cost more than $3. So let's assume that the plate of waffles is $6. If she goes like two or three times a week, I'm just saying it's a lot. But it's not like, it's not nuts. It's not she, like an unreasonable amount of money.
2: She may also be picking up the tab for others when she takes them to Waffles. Like, it, it doesn't necessarily mean she ate 365 days of Waffles. But what makes you assume Leslie didn't? Right. Hmm. She might go there every morning before work. And at night, sometimes.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I'm just saying I buy it, and more power to her.
1: Hmm i could see that so at waffle house a they had the prices on here they don't
0: yeah but waffle house is not jj's diner jj's I diner i agree i was talking about right but probably costs more than waffle house
1: yes yes i would assume so
0: mm, waffle house
2: uh things things are relatively inexpensive in flyover country though it's true
0: well, yeah, I mean, if in the D.C. area, the waffles would be $14. That's why I went with 6 <laughs> <laughs> um, So we also find out that April is in the hospital, um, which it really, it took me to the end of the episode to realize it's just the flu. Like, she just has the flu like everybody else. I don't yeah, really understand. Yeah, they take the flu
1: really seriously in Pawnee. <laughs>
0: yes, apparently.
1: I mean, maybe the rest of the world, we take it unseriously or less seriously than we should, but this seems a bit much.
0: Yes. Like, obviously, if you get incredibly dehydrated or you are like Leslie and you ignore it for a long period of time, or you're elderly or have a compromised immune system, but just like a bunch of -of run-of-the-mill 20 and 30 and early 40-year-olds, like... I just don't think you have to be immediately hospitalized upon contracting the flu. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I've had a, what, a flu three or four times in the last decade and have not been to a doctor in, like, seven years.
0: Also,
1: April doesn't seem sick. I had the flu this spring, and it was like being dead. It was awful. It was much more akin to what Leslie was going through than April sitting there with a smirk on her face playing with the buzzer.
0: Right. You can't be sarcastic with the flu. Like, oh. all
1: ah. <laughs> You can be sarcastically angry. I think that yeah. was pretty unpleasant at times when I had the flu. Uh, but yeah, no, I, she did not. She didn't even, I don't know. She didn't even seem uncomfortable. And, be, and having the flu is so fucking uncomfortable.
0: I believe you. Ron brings her makeup. Super yes. helpful. Well, I mean, that's Wait, what thanks. women would
1: like, right? Yes. Magazines and lipstick.
0: It's all I want. It's my whole Christmas list. It's
1: just Especially while you have the flu.
0: Right. Um,
1: I, if you used the lipstick while you had the flu, you'd basically just have to throw it out at the end of the process.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just rub this all over my lips. I'm sure that's not <laughs> contagious now.
0: Right. Uh, no. Um, I do like Ron's description of uh, the perfect person that works for him, and he has a coworker that he knew for three years and never learned his name and then he has one of my favorite lines which is we still never talk sometimes
1: (laughs) (sighs) Uh,
0: yeah it's just a really like it's a classic Ron line that I should use more in my life but don't all right (laughs) Um, so Leslie's sick but she won't admit it. She has obviously got the flu from April, and she's trying to pretend that it's allergies, which is (laughs) something... So, I'm a pretty normal sick person. Like, I get sick, I whine about it, I, like, wallow a little bit. I'm just... I'm pretty normal. Carter is an absolute cross between Leslie and chris Traeger, where he's like very insistent he will never get sick and then if he does get sick it's like i'm not sick this is allergies i'm perfectly fine everything is fine i've taken one claritin i don't know what you're talking about
1: and that's how the flu spreads probably true (laughs) seriously if you are sick stay home and it doesn't matter your job is not that important stay
2: home on those days maybe stay away from the donuts
0: (laughs) right true
2: I, so, he doesn't make them himself, <laughs> Jacob.
1: Sorry, I was just putting a dent in the business. <laughs> I do like Leslie's uh, logic, though. My allergies are acting up. I've vomited like five times today.
0: <laughs> uh, I do like how the whole office quarantines themselves from her.
1: Yeah. So
2: I, I have had my office do this and insist that I, like go home and be quarantined to get away from me when I like was stubbornly took an hour to agree.
1: But you weren't sick. It was just a normal reaction to your presence, right? <laughs> thank
2: you. Thank you. No, yes, I was sick. It was after an election and before the next election as I have an annual tradition of getting sick every November.
1: I had a uh, election one day where or one year where it just was raining, pouring, freezing rain on election day. And at one point, my field director popped into my office to give me an update uh, about what's going on with our poll greeters and where the candidate is. And oh, he has to go to the pharmacy because his dad called it in a prescription because he's coughing up blood. So <laughs> <laughs> no I felt like quarantining him at that point.
0: <laughs> yeah. When people, I mean, I now am this person, but yeah, when people come in and they're like, oh, my kid has strep throat, I that is. The last <laughs> conversation that we have that day.
1: Like, well, I will see your child in a year. Goodbye.
0: Right. Just no, no thanks. Um, um,
1: I do like how angry Jerry in particular is at Leslie about her being there. He seems even more aggravated about, about it than Donna or Tom.
0: It's true, which is, I mean... I don't know. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense because Jerry seems like the kind of person who would accidentally come to work sick and infect the entire office.
1: Well, as as Leslie says, you look tired and you're all sweaty all the time. What's your excuse, Jerry?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That
1: was a good line.
0: It was a good line. Even Katie liked it. Even I liked it. Yeah. Even I I was like, nah, fair. (laughs) Given what we know about Jerry, I would
1: say probably apnea. Right, right. Yeah.
0: So Chris goes to see Anne in the hospital and I couldn't remember why Anne was being really weird at first. So my notes are just like, why is Anne being so weird here? But then she explains that it's because he's perfect and she's having a hard time dealing with that. Which, that makes sense. I think it would be tough to sort of cut through the Chris Trigger, like, persona In the beginning.
1: Particularly when you're on your way up from Mark. Right. Right.
0: That's true. (laughs) She's made a big jump.
1: There was the one time she thought he farted, but it was her.
0: (laughs) I'm glad that we're getting a more likable Anne, at least in the last couple of episodes. I don't know where we go from here, but I just, after season two, Anne, I'm happy to be headed today. More positive direction. And,
2: and of- by the end of the episode, even more positive.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, so Ron decides that the perfect replacement for April would be Andy, because he's just as good at not getting anything done.
1: Right. If not as mean and apathetic.
0: Right. He's leaning
1: more I- on the incompetence I- here.
0: Y- yeah.
2: A- a- April has it to a science and it's definitely intentional, Andy has no idea what he's doing. It's, you know, it's like going from the malevolent members of the Trump administration to the just sheer incompetent ones.
0: There's a lot
1: of overlap between those two (laughs) groups, Jacob.
0: A lot. Um, The other thing is, do we really... Do we need a replacement for April? Like, she has the flu. She's not going to be out that long. Like, Ron really needs...
1: He needs a substitute, though, because his phone rings, and he needs somebody mm. to answer it. Right? What, what, is yeah, he going to answer the phone? Would any of us answer our phones? I never answer my phone. Um, no, he needs... to. <laughs> Go to the voicemail, leave a message. If I want to talk uh, to you, I will call you back. <laughs>
0: Amen. But If I, I didn't high-five you, I would.
1: But I will not have listened to the message. FYI. Yes, oh. I know. We, we know. As somebody
2: who worked on a campaign with you, we know. Yep. Do not leave vital information on Kirk's voicemail.
1: Because when I call, I'll be like, what's up? <laughs> oh, just repeat all that stuff you told me on the voicemail that I didn't listen to. I think you may be where my habit of saying, hey, this is Jacob, just call me, came yeah. from. <laughs> Look, it's a I hierarchy. It's a hierarchy. If you call me, I know you need to talk to me. If you call me and you leave a voicemail, I know you really need to talk to me. But I'm not going to listen to the voicemail. <laughs> Come on. I don't have that kind of time.
0: I do listen and to And if it really voice matters, voice. text. Right. I mean, that's the thing. Is that, like In this day and age, if like somebody yeah. needs you... But in a I word, was born
2: in the '80s. I send still an, use an my
0: emoji. Phone the phone. How about a well-placed Riverdale GIF?
1: Oh yeah! No. <laughs> I love that GIF you had on your uh, Facebook page today, Jacob.
0: I know it was really good. I didn't it's even understand it. <laughs> Whose fault is that?
1: Yep, people with taste. All right. So Leslie's in a jacket because she's cold. <laughs> <laughs> And Tom is wearing some sort of basketball helmet to protect himself? I think so. I think that's right. Yes. Did you say a
0: basketball helmet? (laughs) Yeah, okay. Sure. Um, I do like the idea of a chamber of commerce being called the chamber of secrets.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of truth in that statement. (laughs) There, like, really is.
0: Like, I know they meant it as a joke, but I think it (laughs) really works. Oh...
1: And Anne is her doctor because she's the best nurse in the world.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I kind of forgot what show I was watching for a minute and expected her to say Dr.
1: Spaceman. (laughs) So, Andy types Leslie's symptoms into what appears to be the browser search bar, and then says that she might have network connectivity problems. First... That's funny. Second, <laughs> WebMD Web is probably one of the worst things that has ever happened to the human race. Absolutely. Basically, all diseases have the same major symptoms. You get a fever. You get the chills, maybe. You kind of feel queasy. You type your symptoms in. You're always going to have cancer.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I, I will not go to it. Um, yeah. it, is, it is terrible. This, so this joke Was ad libbed by Chris Pratt (laughs) and good job, right? According to IMDb, which I don't know, but whatever. According to IMDb, uh, Greg Daniels thinks it's the funniest line of the show. Now, I don't know if that means episode or show, like series. I think episode makes more sense, but it's
1: a a a high bar, (laughs) yeah, for the whole series, right. So when we when Leslie gets to the doctor, we find out that she's dead because she has one hundred and four point one degree temperature. Well,
0: one hundred and six is what will kill you. One hundred and four <laughs> is is very scary high, and in that case, she would need to be admitted to the hospital. Oh, this right in, away.
1: This was in Fahrenheit. I'm sorry. Mm, okay, we we're
0: confused. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, one hundred and four is. Is very scary. Very serious. Yes. As someone who just took her child to the hospital with a 103 degree fever, I can see, but like 104 is scary, but you're not dead. Right. But you would be admitted probably.
1: Yep. <laughs> I did like that she tried to show them she was fine by doing cartwheels <laughs> and then just yeah, sat there. Not doing anything. <laughs>
0: That's another really classic Leslie yep. moment.
1: And then Ben says he'll do the presentation. Because he's yeah. Ben. Yes.
0: Um. And so I really like how Ben and Tom try to prepare for the meeting. And I feel like most teams of people kind of fall into like, you're either a Ben or a Tom here, whereas Tom is just like, Neh.
1: Is Is anybody on this podcast a Tom? Because... In group projects in school, I always ended up being the Ben.
2: No, I'm, I'm the top. I'm yeah, that, like, that fits. Yep. Yeah, like it may shock you guys to know, sometimes I don't do the best most preparation and just show up and wing it.
0: No. That is shocking. Yeah, no. Oh,
1: like if it's a solo project, I'm very likely to do that. But in a group project, like, I don't know. Yes, I would never do that on a group podcast. <laughs> yes,
0: I think we obviously know where, where you fit. Um, this, is, this episode is very much, it, it hasn't been happening as much, but it was like every scene was a different plot line. So my yeah. notes are, it's literally just like two lines, next scene, two lines. And it's like different plots that we keep going but and and it's very
1: fast paced like this episode just roars right. Right. it's great
0: no it, is, it works well it's definitely not a complaint about the episodes I just feel like yeah. I'm like okay and see and see <laughs> speaking of which the next scene we find out that Anne is um, April's nurse and April is being I think actually kind of understandably terrible to her like yeah. Anne tried to kiss Andy like I don't know
1: yeah, I mean, understandably terrible, but I feel like she's crossing a lot of lines in things she says, and I don't know. Though I do like the line uh, about how nurses and janitors are interchangeable, except no one dresses up like a janitor when they want to be slutty. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I'm really uncomfortable with April just constantly calling Anne a slut right, in these scenes. Right, right. Like, that really bothers me.
0: Yeah, you're right. I didn't even pick up on that, which is... Because of the patriarchy, probably, but you're right
1: I think we're all a bit more aware of the toxicity of the patriarchy right now than we were say i don't know several, seven or eight weeks or days or hours ago.
2: Right. I will say I, like I think this is a a common thing in the show. and, and i mean Anne and 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 uh, Leslie we've pointed out have slut shamed some women before like this is definitely a streak among several of the women here. The or
1: women, amongst women. the male writers of the show. There you go. Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was 2011. <sighs> right. Yeah, it, I, I
1: mean, mean it, doesn't,
2: it doesn't feel of a time, really. Yeah.
1: No, but it was, a, it was a different time. Like, it would be really hard for someone who's molested a child to run for the Senate back in 2011.
0: <laughs> I hate everything. <laughs> um... Except so for
1: Carter. Right. Son.
0: Right. True. Punky. Yeah, that's true. I love them. Um, so Ben talks to Leslie on the phone. She wants to write him a rap. And then she's like, <laughs> no, you can't pull it off. You're too white. Which is true. I would just like to say, <laughs> Ben Wyatt should not rap anything.
1: Agreed. Agreed. And Leslie tries to leave the bed but Anne threatens to strap her down. <laughs> she probably just should have.
0: Um, and then I did not remember that this very gifable moment was in this episode, but Andy wants to go get lunch, and he suggests burritos, which Ron is initially opposed to, until he finds out there's one called a meat tornado.
1: Right. He doesn't want a burrito because he doesn't go in much for ethnic food.
0: Right. You just- had me...
2: You had me at meat tornado What is every bit as good as you had me at
1: hello Better Anybody can say hello (laughs) Not everyone can offer you an actual meat tornado
0: It's true Although I will say I I watched Jerry Maguire not that long ago And teared up a little at that scene And I was like what is happening
2: (laughs) It's a great movie It is um, the, the two good Cameron Crowe movies are great.
1: Yeah, I agree. I love Almost Famous.
0: Yeah. I have 8% okay. battery on this computer, I'm just going to announce right now. I okay. can't find the power cord. Um, it's no big deal, I'm just telling you guys. Okay. So great. Tom
1: is with a bunch of old white men at Spawny, which, I have to say, not a great job on the CGI render of the sign no. on the outside of the building. Like It, it looked a little, hmm, off. But, yeah.
0: Also, strip mall spas, just not okay. Just yeah. not, not okay.
1: They're the classy kind of spa, right?
0: Uh, I don't know, because I have never been in one, because...
1: I know, I would definitely, during the season go and sit in a pool of lukewarm water with old men in a strip mall spa. That sounds like a great way to stay healthy.
2: There's, there was, There's a spa next to one of the campaign offices here. It's weird. Please
1: don't go to it. Don't go to it. Okay. Um, I just assume that everyone who goes into a spa walks out with some sort of foot fungus. Like, (laughs) clearly. That's gotta be disgusting. Even if you wear flip flops.
2: Strip mall spa is a better way to get foot fungus. I don't know that we're gonna get a sponsorship from them.
0: (laughs) Probably not. I don't think so. Uh, Sorry, (laughs) MassageMV. So... Chris does wind up getting sick because his body has no fat to protect itself. The microchip has been compromised.
1: So, I don't think Chris understands how biology or computers work. (laughs) He has many skills and a really positive outlook on life, but nah, that's not how either of those things work.
0: No, it's not. Um... But he this is, is probably
2: anti-GMO.
0: Oh God, he definitely is. Now that you bring that up,
1: I was just trolling to get Kirk. Then he gets to pick which billion people in the world die of malnutrition, <laughs> and they can't all be in countries we haven't heard of.
0: Uh, speaking of this show being very uh, not twenty seventeen. Um, Andy, so Ron is really enjoying having Andy around because they can talk sports and he can go out and throw the football around with him. And I was already like, huh, this is interesting that they're sort of really playing up this, like, you know, oh, man, now Andy's better because he can talk sports with Ron. And then Ron says, I'm surrounded by a lot of women in this department. And that includes the men. And I was like, oh, oh, Parks and Rec. Oh, not good. Not, not a line you would write now.
1: No. But something the president might tweet.
0: Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but
2: getting Pierre Garcon in the sixth round—that is a good thing. Sure. Don't watch
1: basketball. <laughs>
0: There's too many helmets. Yeah, you know? that's what I've yes. always said about basketball. <laughs>
1: Actually, basketball as a sport might be more entertaining if there was tackling. Okay, we're, we're not going to have Kurt.
0: So. <laughs> I mean, actually, I really like basketball. I don't watch it, but in high school I watched a lot of basketball, and it was definitely my favorite sport to watch. But tackling would add a very different element. Kirk, Admittedly. Kirk,
2: Kirk, Kirk needs to stick to baseball.
1: You know, about 100 years ago, it was legal to... to get somebody out in baseball by literally throwing the ball at them and hitting them with it. Yes. <laughs> it seems like baseball is the only sport that has progressed in the right direction in terms of violence to the players. Basketball's never really, I, I think, had a lot of problems with that. No, not, not really. Football, mm. No, that's <laughs> not a thing. What's nope. CTE? Yep.
0: Alright. Okay, so Leslie uh... Stole
1: everyone's Tamiflu. <laughs> right,
0: stole everybody's f- flu medicine and leaves the hospital, which people are always leaving hospitals in TV shows and movies like it's no big deal. Like, you, it, you cannot just up and walk out of a hospital. Also, they were getting fluids into her, so she would have been connected to IVs.
1: IVs are really easy to take out. Yeah,
0: I mean, they... N- 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 <laughs> And you can't just walk out of a hospital
1: unless
2: there's something, you know, keeping you there. Like, you can check yourself out, basically.
1: You you can't, but
0: you have to talk to a lot of people. Or or you can just put on regular clothes
1: and walk out the door. Yeah. It is not a prison. Um, Yeah.
0: I guess the last time I was in a hospital... I had an infant, and you can't just walk around with infants. Yeah, they so don't that'd be, kind you, of,
1: that'd be they, a tell. Right? Yeah, they don't let you just take infants from the hospital for right. good reason. I not guess... anymore. That did not work well back in the day.
2: <laughs> Full, fully grown humans can walk away on their own.
0: I guess what you're saying makes sense. I just was only thinking about my own personal experience, and I see the error of my ways now see congressional republicans empathy it's so easy you just as think a, about and, other people and as you're a done. straight
2: white man i've never had that problem
0: <laughs> okay
1: okay katie yeah before you take a zing like that at them you may think that it's important to fund children's health care but you don't have any empathy for people who had to pay taxes on their private planes so
0: you're right you're right you're right and when you're right you're right so, I don't have a comeback for that.
1: And Leslie is hallucinating of hieroglyphics in the cab. Tr- <laughs> it wants to know the exchange rate. Yes. Whoa! The floor and the wall just switched. <laughs> I'm Leslie Monster, <laughs> and this is Nightline.
0: <laughs> the whole thing, like she just is so funny from top to bottom in this entire scene. Um, it's amazing. And then she gets up there and just crushes it. Just like,
1: yep. (laughs) Until Q (laughs) and (laughs) a. So when she gets up there and just knocks it out of the park in her presentation, she says as many as 30,000 people might attend the festival. Um, I guess that's a lot of people. It sort of calls to mind though, my question about how large is Pawnee?
0: Yeah. It's Roland I think it really... Godzilla. Right.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's Sunnydale.
0: Yes. It just yeah. depends on what we need for the episode. But it's before
1: weird. Leslie gets to speak, Tom gets up with a pitch for ladies night at Snake Hole Lounge, where drinks are two for one for ladies. Wait, that's too good of a deal. No, that's exactly what it says on the flyer. Um, Katie, as a lawyer, how is that legal?
0: Um, it's not, which is, I think, <laughs> the expression on Ben Wyatt's face as it's happening. No, but- no I,
1: I mean giving a special price discount to women. Isn't oh, that gender oh, discrimination? Uh, like, uh, as it would be if it was
2: men. Interesting. Right? You, have, have you not been to the, like, you know, women
1: don't have to pay a cover, or, like, this is a... So, Jacob, this is gonna shock you, but there aren't a lot of women at the bars I tend to go to? I wasn't going to say it. Um, <laughs> Which yeah. I've not been to in this years th- This anyways, is so. deeply common in, in heterosexual bars. I know it is. I know it is. I just always wonder how someone hasn't filed some sort of complaint about yeah,
0: it. Yeah, that's a good point. Um... I don't know. Do you uh, you want to sue?
1: No, because I personally think given the harassment and gender pay disparity and general shit that we heap on women in this culture, we should probably give them free cover at bars and and lower price drinks, uh, so long as it's not in a situation that will lead to that being a problem right. for them. Yeah, the uh, problem is,
0: is that the reason for yes. the two for one drinks right. becomes very problematic. But
1: so, like, if you arrive with a designated friend who's going to make sure it doesn't get out of hand, I am all for that. Because-
0: this is very complicated. There's a lot of rules involved. Wow, at we- this
2: bar, being PC has gotten complicated, guys. <laughs> I use a Mac.
0: This is why I drink at home,
1: <laughs> like all non-alcoholics.
0: Right, totally fine.
1: <laughs> no one can harass me if I sit here and drink alone. You, the Leo McGarry drinking speech. <laughs> <sighs> uh, I stand by it. He is right about the sound that ice makes when you drop it in a
0: tumbler.
1: <laughs> it is a beautiful. He's right. <laughs> he's right about all of it. He's right. It's it's a
0: perfect speech. He
1: is. He is. That is correct.
0: Um, all right, that was a lot of personal information about the three of us. (laughs) So, (laughs) all right, but wait, we have to go back to Ben's line when he's talking about watching Leslie nail her speech, and he's like, that was Scott Bakula in Quantum Leap. That was Leslie Nope." No, oh, no, no,
1: no, no no, 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 no. <laughs> nope, you got that wrong. While Scott Bakula was impressive in Quantum Leap, he was no Kirk Gibson in the World Series. Or <laughs> Or Michael Jordan's flu game. He, yeah,
2: whatever. He says- It was Michael Jordan's flu game. That was Kirk Gibson. She refers to him as Scott Bakula later. You're right. Um, You're right. Yeah, yeah, I wrote
0: that in the wrong
2: order. The famous Michael Jordan flu game where he won an NBA Finals game scoring like 38 points despite having, it was not actually the flu. It was elevation sickness. Um, But Oh, that stuff is dangerous. Yeah, he had like 101 degree fever and wound up being able to somehow play a basketball game while wearing his safety precaution and his basketball helmet
1: so yeah so we skipped over Ron and Andy in his office oh yeah I just going to go back to that where Ron pushes his political philosophy that's very appealing to mediocre white men who live under the delusion that they've achieved everything in their life when in fact they're just as dependent on their community as the rest of us but he does grill a steak well (laughs) because rare is right
0: (laughs) it's true um, but yeah, I I don't know. I I mean, it's very fitting with Ron's character, so I'm fine with it. But you know,
1: and the then Chris's meh. and then Chris's other really memeable moment.
0: When Stop he's pooping. pooping. <laughs> It's never not funny. Like it's just <laughs> never not funny.
1: Nothing like a complete physical breakdown to make a guy less intimidating.
0: Right. <laughs> um no. It's cute. The whole thing like it's it's well acted, it's hilarious, Anne's reaction is cute, like yeah. I like it. I'm here for it. Um <laughs> And I also like Anne going in and kind of calling April on her shit. Yeah. Once she's off the clock.
1: And even April liked it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, because she also, you know, says to let Andy off the hook because he didn't do anything wrong, which yep. is, you know.
2: Well, In my mind, April likes it when you, you know, have witty banter with her.
0: <laughs> yes. Sure. Yes, yeah, she it. does. She, yeah.
1: So Leslie ends up back in the hospital, right?
0: Yes, because she left with a hundred and four degree fever. <laughs> so it is not surprising. Um, and he, Ben comes to visit, and he brings her waffles and
1: soup, and soup that he slaved over in his kitchen, and she doesn't even pay any attention to.
0: Uh, Because waffles. Right. I mean, like, in fairness, waffles. Uh, And of course, because of her speech, she got 110 businesses to invest in the Harvest Festival.
1: Good job, Leslie. She's awesome.
0: Yes. Um, And then I guess
1: Andy shows us why women get free cover at bars and things like that. (laughs) (laughs) Because he goes... Kind of damn creepy. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I'll just sit here and I'm going to kiss your forehead. <laughs> I mean, what I'm not I'm not going to hate on it. It's cute. It's okay. In that situation. I get it.
1: I get it. Of, there was an Onion article like 15 years ago. Area man gets arrested for romantic comedy behavior. <laughs> <or
0: something. laughs> that is a great great line. Yeah. yeah. It's uh it's very True. It's very true. Uh, On this um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast that at least Jacob and I listened to, they were sort of having a conversation about this, which is like... Are we just letting this one character get away with very creepy stuff because he's conventionally attractive and he's presented as the male lead? Uh, yes. Yes. And, yeah. Actually, the The answer's yes. <laughs> that's several
1: characters on Buffy, it is. actually.
0: Yeah, it is. No, it's a wider problem, but they... Reaching
1: s- a real extreme in season right. six.
0: We're not there yet. We're not okay. there on the podcast. But yeah, Katie,
2: Katie failed that test. Agreed.
0: Well... <laughs> We'll get there. Um, no, we won't. We're not actually doing a Buffy podcast.
1: Oh God, I, I have an idea. I have an idea. I'll talk to y'all offline about okay. it. I just
0: don't. I just don't want to go down this rabbit hole right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's that's definitely a thing that happens, and Parks and Rec is not immune from it. But I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let it go. They like each other. He means it to be cute. I don't think she minded. She was actually awake, so she could have stopped it if she had not wanted it to happen.
1: These are such terrible arguments. I know, yeah, really shut Kate, Katie.
0: Hi, have we met? Do we know what I do for a living?
1: <laughs> Just grab a shovel and keep thinking. Don't go around kissing people who are sleeping. Period. That said, we all do love Andy and April. Right. But don't do that. And Prince Charming.
0: i I did read um anna faris's book over thanksgiving and so now i feel like i have just a more nuanced view of chris pratt or i feel like i know him a little better when i watch the episodes i don't know that's all i have to say about that but (laughs) i like him as a person oh good he wrote intro obviously they were married for a long time they have a lot of nice things to say about each other it's it's cute yeah um oh and then at the very end we find out that ben wyatt and chris traeger are gonna stick around
1: why is ben so interested in staying around
0: i have no idea i think because he really cares about the budget of Pawnee.
1: That makes sense. I thought he made too much of that chicken soup and he needed to get rid of it before they left.
0: Could also be that. Yeah. Um, and Chris is happy to go along because he also cares about the budget. (laughs) You know. Um, but no, it's, I, I don't have a lot of complaints about this episode aside from the few lines that don't pass muster in 2017. It's a pretty solid Parks and Rec episode.
1: You know, I really like the beginning here of the the on-the-same-team interplay between Leslie and Ben. Yes. And I really love Leslie's line as she's succumbing to the flu in the hospital. It's not that I don't trust Ben. It's that I don't have faith in Ben. Also, I'm starting to forget who Ben is.
0: (laughs) Right, (laughs) right.
1: He does look a little like Scott Bakula, too. Okay, so (laughs) Scott Bakula, (laughs) like, Quantum Leap? Like, he was just on Star Trek, like, a couple years before this. Even if Leslie wouldn't know that, I feel like Ben might have corrected her on that. <laughs> I, you think
2: Ben would have corrected her, to No, everybody, it's Scott Bakula from Star Trek, and I'm Ben Wyatt.
1: <laughs> yes, I think that's exactly what he would have done. And then he would have said, by the way, have you seen Star Trek First Contact? The helmsman in that movie is pretty awesome. Okay, that's a, that's a very that's
0: self-referential
1: that's pacey telling
2: everybody to watch the mighty ducks he loves that movie
0: i love that scene forever don't even mock it it makes me so happy isn't it the like library episode when they're all like trapped oh yep. man it's a it, classic yeah, it is
2: it is the bottle episode uh spoofing the breakfast club yeah i hate I know too much.
0: You hate that? Oh, okay. No. Okay. I was like, come on. That is a great episode. Um, anyway. All right. Did we miss anything? No. Okay. Well, if you want to write us about how we're way too PC these days and culture has gone off the rails and everything that Ron Swanson says is funny, you can write us at icetownclowns at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook or write a review at facebook.com slash IcetownClowns. You can tweet at us at IcetownClownPod or go to our website, www.icetownclowns.com.
1: Next week, we'll be reviewing the episode Time Capsule. That's the third season, third episode, uh, 33rd episode of the show. So, you know, all lined up pretty well there. But check that episode out. Then come back here and listen to us talk to it. And uh, while you're there, please leave us a rating through the podcast app on your iPhone or, you know, however the hell you do that sort of thing on Android. And uh, tell your friends about this awesome podcast because we really appreciate all the recommendations and reviews.
2: You've been listening to Ice Town Clowns, a podcast about arts and recreation that we are at the end of. And that end
1: is now.